While the customer files kept in the bank's archives offer a variegated image of Ottoman society, this potential is further enhanced by the documents concerning the bank's employees. One important difference is that the latter include a very rich visual dimension. Indeed, while the panels relating to the bank's customers were largely illustrated thanks to photographs from sources external to the bank, in the case of the staff files, the situation is exactly the opposite. The archival series are filled with photographs of the staff, starting with group photographs of the staff of each branch. Panels 21 and 22 thus display a number of such photographs taken from the albums made for the general management. These photographs are worth studying in some detail. Some points are particularly interesting, as in the case of the difference in the number of employees of the greater branches, such as Izmir, against the handful of individuals running the smaller provincial branches. Some cultural differences are also worth noting. While most of the branches are run the French way and display a very strict and stiff hierarchy, the Cyprus branches run by the British seem to cultivate a conscious nonchalance and carelessness with colonial undertones. The same colonial context can be observed in most group photographs with the employees generally flanked by guards in native costume. A similar phenomenon can be seen in the series of photographs of the headquarter employees. At the top of the hierarchy, photos consist only of a small number of bareheaded gentlemen in suit. At the bottom, one can see packed individuals wearing the local fez and a uniform. Apart from group photographs, the bank also collected individual photographs of each employee to be inserted in albums organized according to branches. Each such full-body photograph allows for a detailed study of each employee's outlook and attitude. This denotes a will to gather information that betrays the bank's urge to control the people it recruited and employed. Panel 23 attempts to reveal this fascinating image database by proposing to the visitor a somewhat unexpected system of classification for these photographs. Instead of using the more conventional idea of regrouping these individuals according to their identity or according to their rank within the institution's hierarchy, we have chosen to classify them on the basis of purely visual criteria, such as garment, accessories, and, most of all, posture. This is not only a means to evade a more traditional taxonomy, it is also a way of proposing a different reading of such an individual and personal document. We have thus regrouped employees dressed in local, almost folkloric garb, a treatment reserved exclusively to guards and office boys, while another section brings together underlings, generally identifiable by their submissive posture, slightly stooped, with their arms hanging limply along the body. It is again body language that distinguishes mid- or upper-level clerks who display their status and betray their ambition by adopting a falsely casual body language, bordering on preciousness. One can therefore question the meaning of quite a number of physical attributes or sartorial accessories, from the shape of the moustache to the use of the bowler hat, and from the walking stick to the straw hat.